0: Hey there, folks, and welcome to episode 115 of Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. Of course, my name is Caleb Baldwin. You can follow me on Twitter at IamCalebB, that's IamCaleb, and then another B. Follow my friend, co-host, and producer, Eddie Cornelison, at E-D-D-Y-C-A-5. Follow the show at E-C underscore hero. And check out our Instagram, E-C-HeroCast. Our Gmail is ec at gmail.com. And check me out every Thursday morning on the Grave Consequences podcast. I believe by now the show will actually be on hiatus. Uh, we recorded half of season three, and uh, we we're taking going to take the summer off and uh, come back around early September. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's here's the thing. We needed the time off because it got to a point where I was dreading recording.
1: Oh, no. You're getting yeah. burned out.
0: Yeah, no, I... Yeah, exactly, getting burned out. Uh, Guys, Dread, 2012, Dread.
1: Hell of a segue.
0: Yes, absolutely. It was actually a pretty good one, and then you kind of, you know, didn't completely acknowledge it. So, yeah. Anyway, guys.
1: dreading recording.
0: Yes, yes. We are here to review Dread 2012. This was directed by Pete Travis. Uh, oh, by the way, the recording date is Sunday, June 12th, one week before Father's Day, and, uh, I just actually had my nine-year anniversary at my job, so, wow.
1: Well, congrats.
0: Yeah, congrats. Big things are hopefully in store in the future. We'll see where we go from there. Um, let's go right into the time capsule. This was released on September 21, 2012, Uh, Okay, so, the day before this, September 20th of 2012, your boy had just turned 18. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, I went and uh, registered myself to vote and bought a gun and some cigarettes, and I smoked the cigarettes, and I shot the gun through a ballot.
1: No lottery tickets?
0: Yeah, lottery tickets, too, of course, of course. okay, good. Um, yeah, no, I didn't do any of that. Actually, uh, I had trouble with, uh, my vehicle at the time and I had to get it out of the shop on my birthday and then the shop it went to, they kind of messed it up. So it had to go back. So that's, that's how I spent my 18th birthday, getting my car into and out of and back into a shop. Great. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's my September of 2012. Also on the 21st of 2012, the Friday that this came out. Um, we were playing in my senior season of football. I was not, a, not at a very good, uh, did not have a very good athletic program at the time, especially our football program. If I'm being candid with you, uh, we were playing a cross County rival and we just didn't measure up. We lost 40 to nothing and we were down 28, to nothing at half. Oof.
1: mercy yep. rule.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, no mercy rule in 11, man.
1: Hmm. Tough.
0: Kind of had to grin and bear it for four quarters.
1: Did you play four, in that game?
0: A little bit. I was not very athletic growing up. Uh, I played a little bit of kick return.
1: Hmm. Doesn't sound like you did very good. No. Should have no. taken one back to the house to uh, get the team a spark.
0: Only, well, the only way that would happen is if Noah that the, the, the team we were playing... um happened to onside kick it, and I happened to recover it, and uh, your boy was not in that kind of shape. There was a reason I was on the front line and not toward a back line. Well,
1: that's too bad.
0: It is, I agree. (laughs) What were you doing around this time?
1: Oh, around this time, a couple things. We had, um, here in Columbus, we had a... Probably one of the better comic conventions I had been to. This was let's see. Attended by oh CM Punk was there, so that was something. Uh, uh Val Kilmer, who's back in the news, he was there.
0: Hey, that's Batman.
1: Yeah, sure. And Iceman. Yes. And let's see who else. Oh, um, Let's see. I got promoted at work at that time. That's when we watched Avengers during that promotional party, so that was good. Uh, The other person at the comic convention was one of my all-time favorite crushes, was Elijah Dushku, who was from, at the time, uh, shoot, what was it? Oh, uh, Dollhouse was the show that was going on.
0: Yeah, wasn't she on, I believe, Angel?
1: Mm-hmm. At
0: one point? Yeah. Yes. And also in Bring It On.
1: Yeah, and Bring It On. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I went and got... That was the one who I chose to get a photo with, not CM oh, Punk. Oh, she was in
0: Buffy as well. That's where she got her start. Yeah,
1: the Angel spinoff, I think.
0: Uh, Yeah, Angel is the spinoff, yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, she was who I chose to get my photo with. I only had enough money for one photo. Didn't choose Iceman. Didn't choose CM Punk. Um... I went with her, and I took, I I went and got the photo with a uh, a Yankees hat on, and if and it's if, if you if you know anything about her, she's a big Red Sox fan, and you might oh, be yeah. like, why would you do that? And I did it on purpose. Yeah, hundred percent. Because ninety nine percent of the people that go up there are gonna be like, uh. I love you in this show, in Angel, in the episode of this. How come your character did this? Or, uh, man, in Dollhouse, that was so hot when you wore that out. No, I'm not. Oh I'm not gonna be that guy. Cause if you if you ever done these things, you get like five, maybe ten seconds to talk with them before they take your photo. So, exactly.
0: Yeah, you don't have a lot of time.
1: So you got to be quick. So yeah. the banter went something like: As soon as she saw me, she started laughing. And she was like, "Oh my gosh, Yankees fan!" I'm like, "And and that particular year, the Red Sox were not very good. Um, but and I, I think I said something to the point of, you know, oh, you guys will be fine, you know. Which, I think they actually won the World Series next year because you know, worst to first is what they always do, and it <laughs> pisses me off. But
0: well, uh, that <laughs> I mean, not to get too in the weeds, but <laughs> that was also. I'm so sorry. Some water went down the wrong pipe. Uh, that 2013 World Series was also six months after the uh, Marathon bombing. So, I don't know, man. Weird stuff.
1: Well, we didn't win after 9-11. Which mm. is... anyway, oh, yeah. yeah,
0: you got lost to the D-Bags, didn't you?
1: Yeah, the D-Bags. Um, yeah. Yeah, they went for this, uh, I think 2012 was their uh, the fried chicken year.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 with Josh Beckett in the bullpen.
1: Everything. Yeah, yeah, with Bobby Valentine, that disaster. Yes. Uh, and it, it's as like, of course, they went from last place to World Series. Like, why else? I mean, it's what they do. They piss me <laughs> off. They just exactly. do this, and it, it pisses yeah. me off. Anyway, I said, oh, yeah, they'll be fine next year. And I was like, you know, I I wish they I hope they do get better next year, because uh, I think the rivalry is better when both teams are good. And she's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Secretly, I love that they were in last place. I wish they would stay in last place for the rest of my life. Yeah, That would be fine. I don't get any joy of like, ooh, battle for first place. No. I want them to always be in last no. place.
0: That, yeah, that would, would be great. Dude, the Mets have like 40 wins this season so far, and uh, I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate seeing the Mets or the Phillies succeed. Yeah, but I'm
1: you know, trying to be a nice guy, so I
0: said Of that. course, yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, she got got a few laughs, and she agreed, and I thought it was a successful quick banter, but uh, yeah. at the time she was dating Rick Fox, so it's like, what chance did I have? He was like an NBA, eh, not legend, but played in the NBA, but <laughs> uh, he was a very handsome man. <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty sure they're not together anymore, but...
0: Hey, uh, by the way, we mentioned Elijah Dusku, and, you know baseball and everything and at the time of recording of course you're reigning defending world series champion atlanta braves are actually on an 11 game win streak you know where they're going to be on june 29 i would highly doubt that streak is still active but maybe but by the way i believe by my math if that is the case they would either be maybe one maybe two games behind the major league record for longest win streak or maybe even tied for or even have set that record
1: Oh, that's pretty good. But, we just annihilated the uh, Cubs today.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's what happens when you play the Cubs, man. But I would also, if anyone is willing to uh, to bet that the Braves do break that win streak record, I've got uh, I've got some uh, oceanfront property in Arizona to sell you. I'd be
1: interested in that.
0: Winning that long, um, winning those many games for that long is very hard. If not impossible, that's why it's barely been replicated.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but yeah, that was the Comic Convention and uh, the promotion. Like I said, where we watched uh, Avengers at work. Which again, watching TV at work, very cool.
0: Yes, absolutely, so, absolutely.
1: That's so what I was doing.
0: Yes, yes, sir. Oh my goodness. Uh, what do we, what do we do next? Oh. Uh number one song by digital <laughs> download at the All time. Me, maybe. No, no, this is in September. Oh. Summer's over. So we're going back to uh we've probably had her on this list before, I would assume. Uh the length of this title, it's like it was a punk pop song. Uh pop punk song. Uh We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together by Taylor Swift.
1: Oh yeah. I've, yeah. I've
0: heard that one. Yeah, it's not good. Um <laughs> Your Champions in Wrestling. <laughs> time of course in wwe still the same in cm punk world okay. heavyweight champion in wwe sheamus in tna austin aries is still your tna world heavyweight champion at least yeah. for like another month that's are you hearing me
1: yeah i can hear you i just that's i'm glad he'll be off oh. the list when we do our next movie
0: yeah uh oh yeah 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 i, I can uh, promise you that he will that's a that's a deep cut. Your <laughs> Ring of Honor World Champion at the time, Kevin Steen. Hmm. Yeah.
1: That's uh that's course, his debut in on the list, or was he there last week? Uh no.
0: Uh, literally all four of these champions were champions last week oh, as well. Okay.
1: <laughs> this didn't I, change. All right. Well, whatever. I mean, yeah. it's it was his debut last week. I, I remember yeah. now. Yeah.
0: There was some. That, I mean. That, Kudos to these companies for having some consistency. Like, that takes a lot of effort. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's nice when you champion, you don't throw the belt around to 20 people in a year like WCW did.
0: And, I mean, Punk, he's had his since, you know, at this point, almost a year. He's going to have it for over a year, as we all know. It's well documented. Um... And Seamus has had his for seven months. Uh, Steen's going to have it for a while. Ares, a couple months out of him. But, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. So, okay, before we, this was directed by Pete Travis, by the way, just for what it's worth, because we, we always want to uh, credit the director in this film.
1: I um, was shocked he had no ties to the boys.
0: <laughs> really?
1: I figured someone other than Carl Urban had to have been... Uh, worked on The Boys and this, because it's, it's pretty similar.
0: There are some similarities for sure. I have some issues with this, and we'll get into it when we get into the film. Um, I feel like, by the way, we've got a streak going now, and I don't know if it'll carry over next week, but we have a streak of Game of Thrones characters popping up on the podcast.
1: That's right, and the Rescue Me streak is over, but when we get into history of the movie, the Tom Hardy streak will live on.
0: Oh. Well, interesting. I am uh, curious to hear that. By the way, speaking of history with the film, I have none.
1: I wanted to see it in theater, but I did not. I ended up the girl I was dating at the time. We did a, uh, a family video date. Where we ordered food, yeah. and we each picked out a movie. I picked out Dread, <laughs> which you could <laughs> argue was uh, not a romantic movie. Whereas she picked out This Means War with Tom Hardy. It's a romantic uh, comedy with him and uh, Reese Witherspoon, I think.
0: Yeah, uh, him and Reese Witherspoon. And by the way, you mentioned uh, Tom Hardy streak. Star Trek streak here, of course, Carl Urban, uh, McCoy. This Means War also had Chris Pine, who played Kirk.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was a spy versus spy thing. I didn't like it. And of course, yeah. at the end of the night, she was like, well, my movie was better. I'm like, hmm. Okay. <laughs> I created an issue. Yeah, it uh yeah, it it didn't work out, but that's not the last. We'll see of her. Uh she'll actually be coming in a couple weeks in our history. Anyway, Ooh. um yeah, so Dread was my pick and this was that was the only time I watched it and uh RIP family video.
0: Yeah, by the way, uh have you seen any of the new season of Stranger Things?
1: I have. It makes me re- not only does it make me reminisce for Family Video. So,
0: I have not uh, finished the first episode, actually, but I did. I'm like 50 minutes in, five zero, 0 And I, as soon as I saw Family Video, I was like, this makes me think so much of Eddie right now.
1: <laughs> what else sucks is in New York, they had like a big uh, Stranger Things, I don't know what it is, expo, I don't know, but... Uh, they were doing it when I was in New York and I was like, man, I wish I could have gone, but there was just not enough time. And, uh, yeah, but it looked really fun. And they had like a fake family video store inside. It's like, ah, I missed that. (laughs) My, my family video is still, uh, abandoned. Like, come on, at least put something in there. It's probably going to be a car parts store, but do something with it.
0: Put a blockbuster in there.
1: Yeah, I'll keep you guys updated because I know everybody cares.
0: Yeah, absolutely, everyone cares. Man, did I tell – I think I told this uh, story on the podcast actually um, two years ago. I actually went to the family, the nearest family video uh, as they were doing their going out of business sale. That's right. You did. Uh, good stuff because I wanted – because I think I've told this story on the air too. Uh, I was fatter at the time, and I had really bad acid reflux, uh, as it turns out, from being fat. And uh, I was like, oh, CBD! Family Video sells CBD! Let's get some CBD! And uh, it didn't do much of anything.
1: <laughs> well, you never know what CBD will do. <laughs>
0: uh, probably not much of anything, because it's not a real, like, anything.
1: Well, I bought it for my knee, and it had no effect on my knee, but it did... Yeah reduce the volume of the tinnitus in my ear. So it's like, all right, well, that's... <laughs> Interesting. That was unexpected. <laughs> yes, yes. It's a wild card drug.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I did not write it down because, again, the budget was disputed. So what were the financials on this film?
1: Well, it was... I came to the conclusion, after reading enough places, $45 million, and a box office of forty one point five million.
0: That doesn't surprise me at all.
1: Yeah, that's unfortunate. I, yeah. There's so many worse movies that we've reviewed that made way more money. That's uh, yeah. But puts it at negative three point five million, which mm-hmm. is ninetieth on the list. Uh, adjusted inflation's four point five million, so we're closing 90th the gap.
0: Out, out of 111, right?
1: Uh, 109 because we don't have any figures oh, for a few of the yeah. movies, but uh, yeah. the movies we don't have figures for, I can promise you, did not cost anywhere near 40 million to make because they mostly sucked. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but for uh, sure. but yes, uh, puts it between uh, right below Super, which again, disappointing that lost money, and right above Pootie Tang. So <laughs> that's one we haven't talked about in a while.
0: Oh my gosh, dude, Pootie Tang. I'm going to sign your pity on the runny kind.
1: <laughs> well.
0: <laughs> never thought I'd say that again.
1: I never thought I'd hear it again.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, How about the ratings, the uh, Rotten Tomatoes scores?
1: Pretty good. Critics, 79%. Fans, 72%.
0: Ah, oh, we almost had a scoregami.
1: Yeah, and if you're wondering, where does that uh, compare with the original, with Sylvester Stallone?
0: Much better. Yes,
1: the original was 22 critics and 30 fans. So, yeah. uh, much, much higher. And yeah. uh, by the way, um, I was doing some research because I could have sworn that this was inspired by the Indonesian action film The Raid. I mean, if you watch the trailer for the raid and then you watch this, it's like, how could it not be? They're practically the exact same plot. But it was just a coincidence. I was stunned to learn that. And I mean, it's cheaper to film in one location like this. But I mean, it involves police going into a skyscraper slash apartment complex. Uh, that is run by a drug lord who also oh. has access to a PA system. Oh I my mean, God. they're identical, other than one takes place in the future. And it's
0: so like, it's like it's like Armageddon and Deep Impact then.
1: Yeah, or ants and a bug's life, so
0: or uh or um friends with benefits and no strings attached.
1: Yeah. By the way, oh. uh I'll throw this out there. You can find this on YouTube under Rama vs. The Assassin, The Raid 2, which was Mm. uh, filmed like 2014, so it's way after this. It is, I will say it, the best fight scene ever on film. Any movie, ever.
0: Interesting.
1: Oh, yeah. I will stake my reputation on that. You can find me a better fight scene. Please tell me. But, uh, Rama versus the assassin. It's in the kitchen, like a big, not, not a house kitchen, but like a, uh, kitchen of like a hotel or uh Dude,
0: a it's restaurant. It's seven so. and a half minutes.
1: I know it's awesome. <laughs> it's the best seven and a half minutes of your day.
0: So I will try to watch it after I get dinner after the podcast.
1: You should. It's a, uh, but both raids are a great movie. But that fight scene, I was, I watched it because I was like, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna bring up the raid. And of course, I did some research, and I'm like, wow, it was a coincidence because the plots are exactly the same, and the the raid came out like a year earlier. So I figured it was a inspiration, but no, it was not. And then it made me think of this fight scene, and I'm like, let me rewatch it, make sure it holds up. And it's like, yep, yeah. it does, and it's like. I'm going to say it's the best fight scene of all time, and uh, I feel comfortable saying that. But, uh, <clears> yeah, it's uh, very violent, so be ready for that. Yeah. But no swearing, because it's in Indonesian, so. Yeah. You, you know.
0: So, from here, I think we need to talk about the cast, don't we?
1: Yeah, I think there's like three people worth talking about.
0: <laughs> um, I could say maybe four. Yeah, maybe four. Dread Anderson, uh, Mama, and Kay. Sure. Yeah. And first off, shout out Kay, of course, the fourth most important character in the film, uh, played by Wood Harris, aka Julius from Remember the Titans, aka what was his name on the Wire? Never saw it. <laughs> oh, he was in the Wire. Oh my gosh, this, this is, is
1: gonna cocaine dealer Ace. Uh, he made was fool. Never mind.
0: I was going to say, he definitely was not... Oh, he's Avon Barksdale. Okay, yeah, there we go. Yeah. No. I was going to say Stringer Bell, but then I remembered, no, that's uh, that's Idris Elba. Hmm.
1: I might... I, I'm thinking about uh starting not just The Wire, but also um, Sopranos when I'm done with a bunch of stuff, because I've never seen either. Okay. But I know that's a big undertaking, especially with Sopranos.
0: Well, I mean, we've had a um an alumnus of The Wire on the pod well on a movie covered on the podcast before.
1: Yeah, that's true. Idris Elba.
0: No, well, another one actually. I wasn't even thinking about Idris Elba. Uh the guy who plays McNulty was the bad guy in um Punisher Warzone.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Glassface sure, or whatever the hell his name was.
0: Uh, uh yeah. Puppet yeah, face no. or. I'm, I'm gonna. I'll come. Jigsaw,
1: back that. Jigsaw, that was it.
0: Jigsaw, okay, yeah, yeah. Glass like face. A, yeah, well, I mean that's fair enough. It's his like a crappy was, boxer. His face was, you know, screwed up by glass. So yeah. I mean,
2: yeah,
0: fair enough. Um, but yeah, uh, what did we think of K in this film?
1: Okay. Um, uh, I, I really, you know. For a guy that was just a uh, a low, not low level, but kind of low level perp, who
0: he's got like it. middle. He's like middle management in a uh, corrupt organization.
1: Yeah, I couldn't remember this particular character when I watched it, but um, I kind of thought he might do like a face turn, but uh, he did not. And then his, no. I liked his battle of wits with Cassandra where he's oh, like yeah. well this'll that shut you awesome. up and <laughs> Yeah. He uh he he lost the battle and peed himself, but Yep. Uh yeah, he was uh he was a good character.
0: Yeah, and, and uh when he uh threw those guys out of the high rise, uh, I'd like to think he threw them out of the left side.
1: Is that a <laughs> yeah. wire reference?
0: That's actually a remember the Titans reference. You're supposed to say strong side. Oh
1: it's been so long since I've seen her over the Titans.
0: That you should watch that like once a year. It's an all-timer. I I guess. I'm just saying, as far as sports film go, that's an all-timer. But yeah, no, I thought he was uh, he was fine, inoffensive. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a perv.
1: Yeah, he wanted to hook up with uh Olivia, Oh, and-
0: Ol Anderson. Anderson. She was great.
1: Yeah, I liked her a lot. Uh, But
0: she was OP, if I could say so myself. She was? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, she's a sidekick. Of course she's OP. Come on now.
1: Oh, well, yeah. Uh, That's true. (laughs) Um, I will say with her... I'm glad that they did not try to do a love interest with her in Dread, like they did in the first movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, that would have been odd for um, sure. But I don't see Carl Urban's face. Well, the upper half of Carl Urban's face in this film.
1: Yeah, which was good. Yeah, and so I like that, and I like that she she was, I mean, technic. She was a yeah, she was a good judge. She just had yeah. a couple shortcomings. But ultimately, proved herself, and uh, even though technically she failed... Um,
0: she, if, if I could make an uh, assessment real quick, she would fail their assessment, but she'd be a good cop. Uh, she would be a good uh, mercenary, for sure.
1: Yeah, well, her, her psychic ability is what really, uh, you know, helped. Yeah. If she didn't have that, I don't know if she would have passed... <laughs>
0: Well, if she, I would say, I would actually argue if she didn't have that, that she would have passed because she wouldn't have, you know, thought twice about letting the uh, the PA guy go. She wouldn't have hesitated when she shot the one guy in the beginning. Um,
1: well, she also would have been dead without the ability because yeah, of the corruption. That's true. Yes, yes,
0: one hundred percent would have been dead. Yes, yes. But I'm saying on paper she would have passed the assessment.
1: I guess she didn't cheat when she took the assessment. She could like read the instructor's mind. So yeah, that was good. Yeah, well, but uh, but
0: now that you mention it, yeah. How did she fail the one test when <laughs> she can read people's minds? Come on, dude. Well, she's honorable. Yeah, she's got integrity, intensity, and intelligence, if you will.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, how about uh you mentioned our Game of Thrones streak. We had little finger last week, and now we've got Queen Cersei. The uh brother effer.
0: Oh yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's uh, Joffrey's mom.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who yeah. Uh, is I don't know one of the main villains in the show, I
0: guess. Yeah, she created the Tenet bomb. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, Tenet. Man. Tenet does it eight years later.
1: That show, God, Game of Thrones, fell off so hard.
0: <laughs> oh no! I was I was talking about um the little thing wired to her.
1: I know, I know, but Yeah. That show still fell off hard.
0: <laughs> I never got into Game of Thrones, man.
1: It was it was really good and then it stopped and the <laughs> last season I mean, the last season had there were some good moments in the last season. I think the last season people people hate on it a lot, but it's like the battle with the uh the mountain and uh the Hound, I thought was pretty cool. Um the the White Walker stuff was I mean, it was cool. It was a little rushed, but it, I, I liked some of it. But the, uh, God, the last episode was all time bad.
2: Oh. Anyway, okay.
1: uh, Lena Headley as Madeline Mama Madrigal, a terrible name for a villain,
2: but.
0: Yeah, oh. Uh,
1: <laughs> very violent, and, uh, I liked it. She, she was not. When we had Bane last week where he wanted to uh, you know, have the perfect plan in place so the Batman could watch his city burn and then he would kill him and it was all so super villain. She was just like, nah, let's just shoot this guy and do everything possible to kill him and keep our operations running. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no,
0: I can I can appreciate that she was like, Hey, get rid of get rid of the girl. Just get rid of her.
1: Yeah, no, she was ruthless. I loved
0: it. Yeah. And that, you know, she wasn't like, she wasn't like Dr. Evil, the analogy I've made a million times over. She's, she's just like, yeah, just get rid of her.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> the way she would kill people mm-hmm. was, uh... I loved that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we'll talk well, about she- in, like, the first scene, so...
0: Yes, absolutely we will. It's a wild concept.
1: Yeah. Would you take uh, slow mo?
0: <laughs> Hell no.
1: I don't know what the side effects are, so I gotta. I don't gotta, need
0: to no know side effects. Like I, you're slowing down time. No, I'm good. I'm gonna be Barry Allen out here. I'm I'm fine.
1: It seems like it it uh I mean by the movie's definition, it it slows down your brain to the point that time passes at one percent speed. So like when uh. Like well, for instance, when she's taking a bath and she just pulls her hand out of the water, you see all the beads individually of water and everything. And it's like that's pretty cool. Apparently, you snap out of it pretty quickly, uh, as we saw in the first scene with the car chase. But but yeah, apparently for like a split, a, f- a few moments, you can find yourself in like a zone where like everything moves super slow. If yeah. there isn't, I'll say if there was no side effects, which I'm sure there are because it's a drug. Mm -hmm. Um, I would would probably try it once just to see what happened. Like, um, I don't know, maybe if it was, like, raining out, like, look at the individual raindrops falling, that might be kind of cool, I don't know.
0: I don't know, man, sounds like a, sounds like a gateway drug.
1: Sounds like it's the ultimate terrible drug. Um, but yeah, I mean, as long as it's nothing like crack where you know your teeth fall out or
0: i don't know i would just be worried if i tried this then i might try pot afterward Ooh, that would be bad (laughs) that would be bad Uh, (laughs) um going from seeing man just imagine you know like oh man time slowed down my heart rate slowed down everything slowed down to oh my mouth is dry
1: tell you what i wouldn't want to do is take it and then jump off of something hot
0: (laughs) oh that's definitely not a good idea no (laughs)
1: uh Parachute or no. <laughs> not even that. Um, yeah. I'd rather just be on the ground if I took some slow mo. Exactly.
0: I would rather just be sitting down.
1: Yeah. Uh Carl Urban. The main event, Billy the Butcher, as okay. dread.
0: First off, his name is not Billy the Butcher. Oh yeah, Billy Butcher. It's Billy Butcher. Well he, he is a butcher. It's McCoy. Come on. He was not Carl he was not Billy Butcher at this point
1: well he butchers some people in uh the boys
0: and in this
1: <laughs> yeah and in this but uh,
0: um,
1: fourth season for the boys too congrats after yeah, like, <laughs>
0: it took him one week for for the fourth season to get confirmed of course it did
1: yeah that's great uh this seasons so far is pretty awesome
0: it's so wild has your idiotic brain been effed by stupid?
2: <laughs>
1: Why, yes, I think it has. Oh my gosh. Uh I think you oh. need to be punished then.
0: Stop. Stop.
1: What'd you think of the Stop uh it. the fight with Kamiko? That was pretty cool.
0: That was really cool. Oh my god. <laughs> that was really cool.
2: What'd you think s- of that? What'd
1: I gotta you think say, of that? real quick before you ask. What- that scene in that silver dress, I was like, well, got to go follow her on Instagram now.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, I, I always, like, I always thought, like, oh, okay, she's pretty. But I never, like, yeah. thought about it. And then, like, the, that dress, she, I'm like, okay, well,
2: come on, going need I knew to see some more. She,
0: I knew she was pretty when she was Katana in Suicide Squad. And, like... <laughs> yeah, that's true. I just, yeah. I mean, I didn't,
1: I mean, yeah, I saw that, and it's like, but I never register like oh this is someone i need to go follow right now on instagram but
0: i get you i get
1: you um blts
0: oh yeah i was gonna (laughs) ask uh what okay between the two and this is a really hard choice in my opinion uh as far as like gruesome shocking deaths what what's I, i don't know what left a bigger impression on you a-Train running through Huey's girlfriend in Season 1, Episode 1, or my man sneezing someone to death in uh, Season 3, Episode 1? And well, I say sneezing someone to death to be vague so that people will go and see this. Well, that's a good question. Because, <laughs>
1: uh, I was at the barber last week, and he hadn't started the boys. Yeah. He asked how it was, but no spoilers. So I was like, well, Does he the- know...
0: Does he know who Bad Bunny is?
1: <laughs> uh, he, he might, actually. Deep cut. <laughs> but uh, I was like, well, I'll, I'll say this without any spoilers. The first five minutes of the episode, you're going to be like, okay, yep, they're back, and they're going to even push the envelope even further. So mm-hmm. he's like, great, that's all I needed to know. But uh, I say that because that death was way more insane than the a-train death but the a-train death like the show hasn't really established itself yet yeah so i didn't you don't even know what it's what the show's gonna be and then that happens and it's like oh wow we're gonna do that
0: i mean it's yeah huey and his girlfriend just talking about billy joel and then all of a sudden
1: yeah you're just like what just happened whereas the sneeze (laughs) you're just like oh okay the the boys yeah. are back in town, as it were. So.
0: Do 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 Good but
1: stuff. Anyway, uh, yeah. Carl Urban is Dread. Uh, I had no idea it was Carl. <laughs> like you wouldn't even know it's Carl Urban, not because of the mask, but the accent is gone. Well, yeah. That yeah. yeah, he's uh, look, it's great because he has no personality, but it's like that's the point. He's just that's this the
0: point of Judge Dread. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's this cop who does everything by the book and he's awesome at it um and he's just like there's so many moments in this movie you're like what a badass
0: (laughs) yes there was one moment of humanity with him in this film but that's really about it with the kids yes
1: yes yeah i thought so
0: yeah but yeah carl urban um badass yeah
1: i don't know what else to say like that's what it is yeah Yes, and the mask on is so much better. I don't. The first judge had failed so badly at that.
0: Well, here's the thing: you had a relative unknown, Carl Urban, versus
1: Rocky. You're
0: gonna put Rocky's face out there.
1: True. I think that's why. Uh,
0: yeah. The, the new. Pardon pe- me. I- Pardon me. John Rambo, rather.
1: Yeah, I think that's why the new. Uh, when people were talking about gore and thor trailer like that doesn't look like gore it's like well it's also christian bale so
0: yeah it's also batman guys yeah. come on it's also patrick bateman come on
1: also he might he might he may get uglier throughout the movie I, that's a theory i've heard so we'll see
0: mm.
1: anyway Thanks. we'll review that in a couple years
0: yes yes yes
1: but uh i think we're ready to start with uh, dread
0: absolutely let's get her done
1: all right. Well, we open with some exposition. America is a wasteland, which uh, doesn't seem too far off given gas oh prices. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, twenty eighty. That's uh, I could oh. see that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Gas prices four forty eight a gallon here in Oklahoma. Ugh. That's it. Jeez. Don't don't be hitting me with that's it. I'm used to like two fifty. So stop.
1: I I filled up for uh four ninety three. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, what a deal.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cost
1: me eighty dollars.
0: Dude, that was me two weeks ago when gas was three eighty eight. I'm like, I better fill up right now.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. uh I got lucky, I guess, at four ninety three and eighty dollar fill up and Yeah. I just want a week where it's like they but don't hey, hit record highs. Is that so much but, to yeah. ask? I mean,
0: but dude, here's the thing. Look, you got to think of these gas companies. I mean, you know, Exxon and all them, they got to make the money. They got to feed the monkey. You know what I'm saying? They're hanging on by a thread.
1: Look, I don't care whose fault it is at this point. Somebody just please step in and
0: stop this. (laughs) Also, I was being facetious. Like, oil companies are bending us over a barrel right now.
1: Yeah. I wish they barrel was full of oil and that yeah. they could give it to yeah. us for less money.
0: And us over a barrel and showing us the fifty states, if you will.
1: But uh, yeah, apparently uh, this is where the gas gas crisis leads us.
2: Uh, yes.
1: To this mega cities.
2: Hmm.
1: <laughs> so the mega cities is uh, we learn. By
0: the way, Oklahoma is definitely going to become peach trees. I am convinced. <laughs> well, it's it's not because. Uh, Mega
1: City One is Boston to DC.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For Probably sure. But I'm just
1: Darwin, New York too. I'm guessing maybe that is be, on the way.
0: Maybe we'll see apple trees or something. I don't know. I
1: figured Atlanta would be peach tree, but I guess not. Yeah. Uh anyway, the population of this city is eight hundred million, which uh, sounds awful because America is three hundred and twenty million and yeah. Boston, New York. DC, Baltimore, Philly, Uh, am I missing any off the top of my head? Uh, That is not 800 million. (laughs) That is not even 100 million. Maybe around 100 million. But uh, 800 million sounds terrible in that. Awful. Yeah. I mean, it's a big space, but that's a lot of people.
0: Hey, where were the Bostonian accents in this? Come on, man.
1: Well, they're all dead.
0: Yeah, I guess, man. Um,.
1: But there's also a lot of crime when you put that many people together, and
0: uh,
2: yeah,
1: the only thing standing between the people and chaos are the judges, which, mm-hmm. uh, if you missed the original Judge Dredd review, uh, police have been replaced with judges because crime is so bad we don't have time for the judicial system, and police have been given the power to put someone on trial at the scene of the crime and sentence them at the scene of the crime, um, which you could argue is... Uh, not great, but uh, feel like when you have uh multiple homicides every single day in your city, as in multiple, I mean hundreds. I don't know. Maybe you gotta do. Uh, maybe you gotta bend the rules a little bit. I don't know. Also, this isn't real, so whatever. Yeah, exactly. I uh, it's probably not a good. What is it? Philosophical debate?
0: It's like, no, it's
1: not real. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um. So he opened with some criminals driving off in a van. They're on slow-mo.
2: Yes, they are.
1: Zipping through traffic. Uh, They hit a pedestrian, which I was like, ooh, that looked like the boy's body exploding on a vehicle.
0: For sure. That looked damn near like invincible.
1: Yeah. And Judge Dredd's pursuing in a motorcycle. He's like, well, they just took out a civilian. I'm taking him out.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: So uh, he... Wrecks the van. Two of the criminals die in the wreck, and then the one that gets away, he takes a hostage. Dread uh, tells him, "Let her go, and I'll give you a decent, I'll give you a life sentence in a decent prison without parole." He's like, yeah. "That doesn't sound like a great deal." Yeah.
0: So this is your bargaining chip. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he's like, "All right, I am sentencing you to death." Yeah. And he shoots like a small fireball or hot a shot. hot shot, yeah, into his mouth, and his head set on fire. Yeah. And then we see uh robots cleaning up the dead bodies and announcing that the food court will reopen in thirty minutes.
0: Oh my god.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I guess if, if death were treated that casually, then uh yeah, go ahead and revamp the justice system. It's
0: <laughs> Exactly. <laughs>
1: if we're just like if we have if we have robots that clean up corpses, then uh yeah you know what? I'm I'm fine with getting rid of juries. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, for sure. Uh
1: yeah. So Dredd is called back to headquarters to evaluate a new recruit, Cassandra, who's uh has psychic powers. So that's a thing now. Yeah. But uh, she failed her test to be a judge by three points. But because uh, she's so powerful, they want Dredd to take her out, teach her the ropes. Dread's like, who cares? She failed by three points. That's fair. <laughs>
0: yeah. Dredd's a little racist, by the way.
1: Yeah. He hates mutants. Yeah and uh, failures.
0: Yes, absolutely. He hates failure more than mutants, but it's a it's a very close race.
1: Yeah, he's like, "Nope. 3 points is still fail. Doesn't matter if yeah. it's close." Exactly. But he does. He gives her the rundown of the rules of engagement and sentencing and how if she screws up, it's basically an automatic fail. Yeah. Then we cut to Madeline, Mama Madrigal. And yep. she's taking a bath and she's high on slow-mo. And there are three rogue dealers who she has killed. She tosses them, not her, but uh, her, her people. They live in this 200-story high-rise, and there's like uh, all the en- uh, entrances to the apartments are facing each other. So it's like a big giant atrium. And she just tosses them over the railing, but first gives them slow-mo, so it feels like that they're falling forever, which is pretty funny, but also pretty mean. And the triple homicide is then reported, and Cassandra and Dred respond to the Peachtree Tower, which is apparently the worst building in the city for crime. As we are told. Yeah. So they get in, and the medic tells the judges that he believes that this was the work of the Mama clan. And they go back to the station. We learn about
0: I've never felt less intimidated by a gang.
1: Yeah, I just I by know. the
0: name I mean.
1: Yeah, I, I, I hated the name Maw Maw. Yeah.
0: I don't
1: I've never read the con I don't know if that's a character in there, but uh I don't know. It's uh whatever. Um, so we go back I don't know. actually they didn't go back to the station, I don't know why I wrote that. They go back somewhere on a computer, and they learn more about uh, who Mama is. She's a former prostitute who got uh, her pimp, cut her face, which she has a scar in the in the movie. Yep. And she got back at him, killed him. She, her career took off using violence. We see a bunch of highlights of her just being very bloodthirsty. And yes. uh, she took over the Peachtree Tower to control all 200 levels, drove out all the other gangs. Yeah. I like the one gang the judged where they have like tattoos of judge helmets like, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are losers. Yeah. Uh, so the judges they decide well, we're gonna raid this uh, first apartment and we learn that Cassandra doesn't wear the bulletproof helmet because it interferes with her psychic abilities. yeah, so, much like uh, old magneto. She can still read people with helmets, which is feels like a bit of a plot hole, but whatever. Interferes with her ability, I guess it, you can still wear one and it's fine. So, people in the apartment they raid are all on slow-mo. We get a slow-motion fight of the people inside being killed. It's kind of cool. They judge the remaining people inside and call in the meat wagon to pick up the bodies. And
0: uh, Oh my they... god, I just how insensitive... <laughs>
1: Well, you know, and death is so common, it's just whatever. Yep. Uh, So uh, Cassandra thinks one of the people they arrest, she has like a psychic flash. She's like, hey, this guy was there when the three people were killed, and he's got a gang tattoo. She says he's 99% sure that this (laughs) is guys, you know, could be convicted. And Dredd's like, well, can't convict someone on 99%.
0: Yeah. And he was uh, he was in Virginia in the '70s when that uh, school integrated.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um. Cut to the security officer, and who tells Caleb, "There's judges oh. in the building."
0: Nice name. Yeah.
1: This our first Caleb on the podcast.
0: Uh, I feel like it. Yes. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, it turns out the security officer. Uh, he doesn't really work for Mama. He's kind of forced to, cause she'll kill him.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, uh, I mean, he's had at one point like different types of uh, sharp objects held to his neck, his stomach, you know, just all sorts of stuff. He's he's working under duress for sure.
1: Yeah. And he radios at, uh, at the judge's headquarters. He's like, hey, you know, we're doing a, a security protocol check today, so please ignore. Her. Uh us this is just a drill and they eventually agree and he puts the building under lockdown where all the doors and windows to the outside are sealed, trapping the judges inside and also yep. squashing a homeless man that yes, dread yeah, <laughs> told the to, dread told to stop panhandling.
0: <laughs> yeah. If it was Billy Butcher he'd have called him a C word.
1: Yeah. Well that'll teach him from being poor.
0: Exactly, yeah. Don't be don't don't be poor around <laughs> around Judge Dredd.
1: Or else she'll get squashed.
0: Exactly, yes.
1: Well, back at the security office, they patch Mama into the PA system, says that there's two judges in the building, and uh, I want them killed, and when that happens, then the building will be reopened. Mm -hmm. So Judge uh, Dredd tries to radio control, but the signal's blocked because of the building. Yes. They want to get to the medical room, maybe try and radio there. But, along the way, they run into a group of guys who they kill, and then they run into another group of guys who they kill. <laughs> That'll happen a lot in this movie. Um There's one who's barely alive who dread tells Cassandra to kill because attempted murder of a judge. The sentence mm-hmm. is death, so she does it, but doesn't feel great about it.
0: Well, she hesitates too, man, yeah, well, can't do that yeah, well, yeah, you can't do that as a judge. Come on now,
1: yeah. The judges want into the medical room, but the medic tells them, sorry, can't do it. <laughs> uh, Cassandra asks Dredd about this suspect that they're hauling around. It's like, hey, he could be a liability. And Dredd says, well, he's also a key witness, key witness in three homicides, so I think we should keep him.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah, I mean, she's kind of right. It's like hard to focus on fighting for your life, but also holding on to this dude. And he's yeah. and
0: got sexual advances at you. Dredd didn't have to worry about that.
1: No. Or maybe he did, we just didn't see his
0: thoughts. be kind of hot if he did.
1: <laughs> well, you know, Carl Willerman's a rugged guy. Rugged-looking han-
0: guy. Very handsome fella.
1: Mm-hmm. Then they duck into an apartment because Cassandra senses the woman will not be hostile. Um... <laughs> She wasn't, uh, but her baby's daddy is the same guy that Cassandra just killed a few minutes ago, which uh, weirdly does not come up <laughs> ever again.
0: Uh, maybe in a sequel that never happened.
1: Yeah. Well, we cut to the security officer who tells Mama the judges have downed like 30 people and not taken any damage.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And they figure out hey, they're on the 76th floor, so isolate that level, and Mama calls Caleb. To take them down.
0: She called me. Mm-hmm.
1: So Dread uh, separates from the group. Tells Cassandra, "If you're cornered, don't get taken alive." Yeah. And Kay tells him, "He's like, you know, he's right. He's like, things the Clan would do to you." Mm. <laughs> then uh, he tries to kind of like rattle her. He's like, "What am I thinking about right now?" And she goes into his mind, and he's having sex with her. Yeah. And then he's like, no, I wasn't trying to scare you. If I was trying to scare you, I'd think about this. And then he's like, thinks again, and he's having like, I don't know, simulated rape sex with her, or maybe not simulated. I don't know. <laughs> just, like, like I,
0: yeah, I was a little confused by what he was trying to do there.
1: He's like slapping her, but he was naked, and, uh, or whatever. Oh,
0: okay. I didn't notice so, that.
1: Well, I, just, I I figured he was. I don't know. doesn't yeah. matter. Anyway, Dread makes his way to the apartment that uh, – Two of to the apartments that overlook the atrium. And he, like, yeah. looks across, and he just sees Mama with her three Gatling guns <laughs> that just open fires on him and basically the entire floor. Yeah. So, after they run out of bullets and uh, shoot through the back wall, they uh, they all make it out to this outside basketball court. That's where Dread Radio's to control. They're like, well, well, try and get someone over there. In the meantime, stay alive. Yeah. Because we learned that there's, uh, like, an insane amount of crime uh, reported every day, and the judges can respond to about 6%. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's uh, ridiculous, man, but, uh, you know. Yeah,
1: back the blue. <laughs> it's uh, back the red. That's true, they are red. Yeah. Red and blue.
0: Red and blue uh, and,
1: gold. and gold. The
0: streets will run red with the blood of the guilty and innocent.
1: No, no, well, only innocent was, uh, the people. Mama is gunned down right now. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, is
0: bystanders, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, the entire floor.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like an entire food court, yeah, it's gone.
1: Well, this is the end of you, as Mama sends Caleb over to check to see if they're dead, and, uh, we just see, <laughs> we just see Dread walking with Caleb he just grabs hes has him in his hands and he just heaves him over the balcony as he stares God. at Mama and walks away, <laughs> yeah, badass, so how does it feel to have the uh someone of your same name die in such an awesome way?
0: I mean, you know it's like a twin uh, a twin telepathy telepathy twin telepathy twin telepathy thing where it's like I felt the honor. I felt like a part of my spirit. Go to Valhalla just because I died. he died in such a badass way, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, he only fell 76 floors. A lot of the people in the movie were falling 200, so he got I off I wish he fell,
0: like, seven floors fewer.
1: Mm, nice. Thank you. <laughs> so, Dread then asked Kay, why go through all this trouble for two judges? What, uh... You know if if you didn't know anything, she would just let us go and who cares? why doesn't she want you interrogated so badly and Kay doesn't really talk to him, so Cassandra tries, gets into his head, reads his mind as they have like a little battle of wits and
0: he uhma bites his penis off,
1: yeah he's like uh he's he's like my effed up mind against your psychic powers let's go and
0: <laughs>
1: he's uh he has her perform.
0: Oral, oral sex on sex. him, and he's like, that'll shut you up. And Very much a starlight in the deep type of scenario.
1: Yeah, and she just appears behind him, and she's like, oh, it's not that easy, and then he looks down, and it's, uh, you know, mama, and blood in her mouth, so that's yep. not great. Nope. Um And then we see Kay, like, pissing himself, so it's like, oh, she won. <laughs> and yeah. she, she learned that K knows that this building is the sole supplier of slow-mo for all of mega city one. So the judges cannot know that, but they do now. So yeah. back at the security office, two judges, won in, but the security guy is like, oh, we're undergoing our uh, scheduled security protocol. And he's like, not anymore. Let us in. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 it was uh, there's a fire on the 76th floor. And they look up and sure enough, there is. And the judges outside are like, all right, we'll get it under control or else. I I wish cops in real life were just this nonchalant, like, "Yeah, he's probably telling the truth. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nothing suspicious about this.
0: Ain't no way. Like,
1: they're undergoing a security protocol that was just announced today, and now there's a fire. It's probably all just a coincidence.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's it's like uh, Spider-Man science when Sandman's in the... uh... What was it? A sand mixer, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever you call that thing. When he's in there, and they're like, "Oh, it must be a bird." It'll fly away. It's a two hundred and forty pound bird, guys.
1: So some kids try to shoot the judges, and uh, in this during this standoff, Kay gets free, tackles Cassandra, takes her gun, takes her hostage, takes her away. Yep, Dredd these, yeah. Dread uses these. Yes, where Dread used the stun feature to take out the kids.
0: Yes. So, he doesn't kill them kids. Oh, my God. (laughs) But he did kill that baby in season one of The Boys, for what it's worth. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
1: uh, Kay takes Cassandra to Mama, and is like, what are we going to do with her? And she says, nothing right now. And then Dredd gets on the PA, tells everyone. He's like, Mama's not the law. I'm the law. And whoever helps her will now be guilty and executed and he's in this little uh the security officer by the way can tell which pa system he's using he's like he's 10 levels below us he's in this little pa box and all these dudes see this box there's a guy inside so they shoot it they open it up and there's just a dead body just hanging from the ceiling in the box (laughs) and uh switch (laughs) yep And then Dred just fires rockets on them and kills them all. <laughs> yeah. They're like, how are we going to kill this guy? And she's like, well, we just call 911.
0: By the way, I, I feel so um, stupid that I didn't immediately clock this. Which, by the way, I actually watched this right before we recorded. Because we had to move our recording day up by one day. So I had to do it after the gym. and So this is very fresh on my mind. But that being said, how did I not immediately clock, like, oh, whatever she, like, whoever shows up next, like, they're on the hook, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, at first I was like, oh, she's gonna, for some reason, I was just like, oh, she's gonna tell them that Judge Dredd has gone rogue.
0: And I'm like, no, that's stupid, they're probably just corrupt. (laughs) That would be pretty stupid, Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm Mama, I'm calling the police, um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, so these four judges join the two outside, and they're like, the four are like, you're dismissed, and they go in. The four judges make up a story, like for their records. He's like, oh, yep. it looks like a judge instigated this gang turf war, and the medic shows up. He's like, no, 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 that's not what happened. And he tells them the true story, and the leader of these judges, Judge Lex, he's like, so you'll testify to this? He's like, absolutely. So he just shoots them
0: yeah uh straight up uh what was that movie that came out last year spiral spiral straight up uh lifted that from this
1: oh yeah they do have that yeah They'll testify <laughs>
0: then he shot him right in front of the right in front of max mingala
1: so the four judges they will be paid one million credits because they know who uh they know who it is that they want' out they know. I'm
0: trying to say. They know she, it's dread.
1: Yeah, basically, it's like, okay, he's gonna be worth a million. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, oh, as far as her, just yeah, just kill her, Cassandra. Yeah. That is. So. Yes. Come on, bud. Yeah. So, Dredd finds one of the corrupt judges, and they talk for a bit, and Dread says two. Two. He's like, two what? And Dredd says, Two of us called in the 1024. You didn't ask about the other one. So, very clever. And yeah. the two fight. Dredd kills him.
0: Oof. Choke on that, Dread.
1: <laughs> you choke on that.
0: <laughs> I wish it was a. Yeah, he didn't. What a shame.
1: Well, back with Kay at Cassandra. Oh, my Kay- God.
0: No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. He straight up judo chopped this guy in the throat. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that'll do it. Just like full-on Austin Powers judo chop.
1: Well, yeah, and he started bleeding out his mouth, and uh, yes,
0: yeah, it's a rough it's, way to go. Well, yeah, when you have the the force of Carl Urban, that's what will mm-hmm. happen. By the way, shout out friend of the show Carl Urban for having such a close name to that guy. What guy? Our friend Carl Urban. Oh,
1: oh, yeah, yeah,
0: Carl Urban. Yeah, you, you know Carl. He was on the Batman and Robin episode.
1: I do. Their name was so similar, I thought you said the same name. I'm like, what are you even exactly. talking
0: about? Exactly, yes.
1: Yes, Irvin, Urban, Urban. yep.
0: Yeah. Shout and, out, Carl. See you next week in Omaha, buddy.
1: And Kyrie Irving.
0: Yes. Shout out to Kyrie as well.
1: hmm Earth is flat. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Kay's about to kill uh, Cassandra, but as we learned in Judge Dredd, the first movie... The uh gun does not work on a non judge, so it oh blows his God. hand off.
0: <laughs> this was awesome, yeah, it blew his hand off, man.
1: Yeah. And uh then she kills him. Yeah. So so much for that uh star witness.
0: Yeah. That ain't gonna happen. That then... kinda goes up when you try to shoot me.
1: Yeah, that's true. Plus, he was probably going to bleed out anyway. I mean, yeah. his arm blew off, so that's... Exactly. Most people don't survive those without immediate medical attention, which he was pretty, not going to get.
0: Pretty hard to sew that back on.
1: Yeah. Well, Dredd makes his way to the lab where the slow-mo's being made, and two of the corrupt judges corner Dredd in the lab. Dredd's like, uh, what's the price of a judge these days? And they're like, one million credits, split three, or split four ways. He's like, split three Three ways. ways. And uh, they're like, listen, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years and nothing ever gets accomplished. It's just one big meat grinder and all we do is turn the crank and, you know, might as well earn some extra money, right?
0: Yep, they're jaded. Yep.
1: Dred's almost out of bullets. He has one gun left. He kills one of the corrupt judges. And the other judge, uh, that would be Judge Lex, shoots him with his armor-piercing bullets, downs him. And uh, he's about to, he's like, about to shoot him, and he's oh, like, don't, wait! Don't, don't, no! Oh, that was such a lame end quote. You gotta do better than that.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm gonna go with the old reliable then.
1: Wait? Was it gonna be your end quote?
0: Yeah, because it's hilarious. Yes. <laughs>
1: uh, well, he says wait, and he's like, that's all you have to say? The great wait. Judge Dread, wait. Wait
0: on what? Huh? Yeah. Two or three seconds of life, because you don't want it to end?
1: And then uh, Cassandra shoots him. He's like, "I was waiting on her to kill you." Yeah. Uh, also, she got away from the uh, like this other judge had a uh, this great plan. She's like, "When oh, I see yeah. her, I'm gonna shoot her, and if I, yeah. I'm gonna if she hesitates, I'll still shoot her." And like yeah, immediately. I guess,
0: yeah, I guess the other judge didn't know uh, she was a sidekick for. Yeah, some. immediately
1: she walks up. She's like, "I'm your backup,"
0: and then Cassandra just shoots her. Even though I feel like. I feel like, you know, some notable rookie like that who, like, one, she's not wearing a helmet, what the hell's the deal there? Like, you should know that, but I don't know, maybe word doesn't travel around that quick.
1: I guess. But that that's also, apparently the psychic power can penetrate helmets, it just can't be used with a helmet, so.
0: Yes, exactly. That's, that makes perfect sense. Eh,
1: not really, but I'll go no, with No, yeah. yeah. But I, I still loved that, where she's just like, I'm your backup.
0: But <laughs> and, you know what? It makes more sense than the the trades at the stock exchange going through. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, big time. Yeah. Uh, so Lex is about to – oh, yeah, I already covered that. Yeah. And uh, so Dredd patches himself up with the uh, – you know, he got shot, but he'll, he'll make it. Yeah. And so they break into the security office. Cassandra reads the mind of the security guy, finds the code for Mama's chamber – She lets the guy go, and Dredd's like, you know, that would be a fail, because he's a uh, suspect, and you just let him go. She's like, well, I already failed when I lost my primary weapon, but uh, I was making a call, I felt he was more of a victim. Yeah. So, meanwhile...
0: At least you took a tip of it. That's admirable.
1: Yeah. I mean, there were times, I think early on, I was like, it's gonna be great when the security guy dies, but then I realize oh he's kinda of just being held against his will, so alright. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, meanwhile Mama. But he puts is on, kind of a
0: weasel, so yeah, I wouldn't have mind seeing him die either. No, he was. He yeah. reminded
1: me of uh that computer nerd in Goldeneye. The guy, like I'm invincible and then he gets frozen to death. Oh.
0: <laughs> uh, haven't seen it. Oh my gosh. I've never seen a Bond movie, you know this. I don't... The best fun movies were the Mike Myers ones, dude.
1: I don't know how that's possible.
0: Like You're TV don't watch all the them. time. You just don't watch them. It's pretty easy, man. But they're so I've good. Made 20, I've made it twenty-eight, uh, nearly twenty-eight years without seeing one. So, like, why stop now? Because that's
1: not a good reason. You're
0: I don't just know. depriving yourself. I mean, maybe. Go see Skyfall. I don't know. I've already seen the Kingsman films, so I feel like I've got my bond fixed. Nope. <laughs> oh, good stuff. I knew that was gonna trigger you.
1: See uh, just see Skyfall. Okay. They're all good. Quantum Solace sucks, but the rest are all really good.
0: Okay. I believe you.
1: You should. They're on I Pluto wanna... TV for free.
0: Look, look, I just wanna finish this. I just wanna continue this film.
1: Well, meanwhile, Mama puts on an explosive detonator on her wrist.
0: Yeah. It's the when, tenant. Um... Mm-hmm.
1: It's when Judge breaks into Mama's chambers. Cassandra gets shot. Dred kills all the guards. And Mama says, when uh, my heart stops beating, the top 50 stories of this building blow up. So uh, I guess you're screwed. And then Dredd shoots her in the stomach, which does yeah. not kill her.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's like, uh... You know what's the uh, range on this device? Can it get uh, through a hundred or two hundred levels of concrete? It's like let's find out. So.
0: Oh my gosh, dude.
1: He's willing to risk all these lives on a hunch.
0: It's, yes, dude. That's and, a good judge right there, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, just go with your I gut, man. I don't
1: know how technology is in 2080. I can tell you in yeah. 2022, he's right yeah. that would not reach. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can't even get a signal. Um, I learned this today. You can't even get a cell signal if you're walking the Hollywood sign trail, the hiking trail by the Hollywood sign, and that's yeah. on top of a mountain in L.A., a very populated city. So, yeah, I could buy in a uh, giant concrete building a radio signal not triggering a bomb 200 stories away.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah.
1: But twenty eighty the technology might be better. But apparently it's not.
0: But no, so, you, know, you gotta think it probably went it went downhill because it's so like you see Mega City One, it's a shithole.
1: Yeah. People had still had regular looking cell phones, I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. So cell They're phones have not rocks. advanced. Yeah. yeah. Well you do have corpse cleaning robots. That's uh pretty innovative though.
0: Yeah, you still had malls for some reason. I think they kinda missed the boat on that one.
1: Yeah. Well, he, uh, so Dredd gives her some slow-mo. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, uh, how do you plead? And she doesn't really say anything. She just kind of blows out the puff of smoke. And then he's like, I knew you'd say that. No. <laughs> <he didn't. laughs> of course he doesn't say that. He says,
0: oh, uh, I honestly never thought I'd hear that again.
1: He says, defense noted, <laughs> and then just tosses her over oh, the. I knew you'd say that. That was so bad.
0: Oh, my God. Where, when did we review this film? Uh, episode 35? Oh, so that's like over a year and a half ago now. Yeah,
1: I knew you'd say that.
2: Oh, my and God. Then he,
1: uh, yeah, he tosses her out the window where she falls in slow motion to the ground. We get a camera shot of the, her face hitting the pavement, splitting her head open. That was cool. Yeah. So after the ordeal, Chief asks Dredd about everything. He's like, Yep, just a drug bust. Just a... Oh my just a normal day at the office. Uh-huh. And then asked about, you know, how did the rookie do? And even though Dread, who's very by the book, and technically she did fail, even by her own admission, yes. Dredd says, yeah, she passed. Yeah, and then, she's a bad one. Yeah. Was there a and post-credits? Then... No, we just got Dread. He was riding his motorcycle through Mega City One. He says, yeah. only one order fighting through the chaos is the judges. Roll credits, the end. Yeah.
0: While Something in the Way by Nirvana played. No. (laughs) I'm sorry. I love the Batman, but not a good Nirvana song.
1: (laughs) It's a good song. It's just weird.
0: (laughs) Weird to use with the Batman. Yeah. I mean, it did capture the mood of the film, but, you know, either way. We're not here to review the Batman. We're here to review Dread. And now we're here. Over a year. Yeah, yeah, we're here to grade Dread now, and um, my biggest criticism, we're kind of thrown into this, like everything's already established, it's really kind of short, I mean, it felt like this would have been perfect if this was a mini series and this was like episode three or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, for that reason, I mean, the action's awesome, a lot of stuff about this is awesome, the dialogue, ah, ah, it's a little wooden, but all things considered, I'm going to give this a fairly earned six and a half. Six and a half, man. Yes. That's your
1: lowest grade of 2012, not counting Ghost Rider.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, not counting Ghost Rider.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I think this could be a good uh, TV show. Yes. Uh, I didn't mind that it was just like that. There wasn't like the first Judge Dredd. There was this whole overlying plot and this thing. I like that this was just different. Like this was just yeah. Well,
0: it felt it felt very much like it captured that action film essence where it's like okay, we're gonna kind of set up a back plot here. We're gonna set up some backstory, but other than that, you're getting action.
1: Yeah, I like that this was just, they they decided, we're just going to do a day in the life of Judge Dredd. Yeah. And I think that worked. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I think this probably works better as a TV show. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, yeah, for a movie that takes place over the course of one day, it's yeah. uh, pretty cool. I loved the action. It's only 90 minutes, so it's a quick watch.
0: Yeah. Felt very much reminded me of John Wick, to be truthful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I and like the setting I thought was pretty good. I mean, in a mm-hmm. world where crime is so bad we've just eliminated the judicial system and yeah, made street cops.
0: And we're still judge, we're still only hitting 6% of it.
1: Yeah, the judge and jury and executioners. Mm-hmm. Uh I think that was a, it's a very cool concept. It make it would make for a great TV show. Yes. Uh, as far as a movie, I mean, I think this is probably as good as it'll get. I was way better than. By the way, what did we give Judge Dread? Just out of curiosity.
0: Uh, it can't be any higher than a five, I would assume. Uh, it
1: was a four and a half for me and a four for you. Okay. So, I'm gonna give this a seven and a half. I, oh. uh, yeah, I liked it. It's good action. Again, probably works better as a TV show, but uh, this was, um, yeah, it's, this was definitely an underrated movie. Oh, I gave it 75. That's a little too high.
0: Yeah, a little bit.
1: 7.5. I wonder if any movie will break the scale other than Catwoman. <laughs> Good to see. But, um,
0: I mean, technically, I guess you could say, um, what was it, Dark Knight kind of broke the scale. Why? 'Cause I gave it the perfect ten.
1: Oh, that's not. the scale's one to ten. Yes, but, I know. Uh, but there's some wiggle room with especially with Catwoman.
0: Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> when it's so unbelievably bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was uh, this was cool. I liked the movie a lot and um, seven and a half it is. Sadly well, that this year man. Even 2011 had some had some good ones if you if you if you take away Green Hornet and Green Lantern and Ghost Rider we've been on quite a run.
0: Yeah, if you take away 3 movies, we're doing
1: pretty good. <laughs> Actually, since 105, we'll say since 105, the last cuz we're at 115 now, since 105 every movie except 2 have gotten at least Six and a half. Yeah. So that's pretty good. That's a hell of a run.
0: That's very good. That's very good. So I
1: think think it's over.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I suspect it might be. I don't want to be prejudiced, but I'm gonna prejudge. Next week, folks, we are going to be reviewing G.I. Joe Retaliation, and as of the recording date, Sunday, June twelfth, you can watch that on Amazon Prime Video. So you have to pay. Free, free, free. What are you talking about? Pretty sure you do. I'm pretty confident you don't.
1: Well it says uh premium I subscription.
0: I really think you're wrong here.
1: Well Paramount you can watch it on. Paramount plus the uh oh no you're right. It is on Prime.
0: Yeah. If you have a if you have a Paramount Plus sub or a Prime video sub, so two different, you know, subscription based uh ways to watch this. Um mm. or nice. if you
1: have uh Roku apparently.
0: It's a sculpture of limitations.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, the debut of The
0: Rock. Yes, uh, the debut and uh, so far first of only two appearances yeah. in the podcast. But hey. Uh, did you see the stuff. Black Adam trailer? I did. I did. I'm uh, I'm
1: going to watch it. I think it looks pretty cool. But it's DC, so I'm skeptical.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. DC has a banger every now and again. Um, I really yeah. enjoyed Shazam. Chiz- Enough about that. Enough about that. Folks, before we get out of here, and uh, I'm going to send us out on a quote, of course, but let's go through what July looks like. So G.I. Joe Retaliation is going to drop on July 6th, Mm. the week after that.
1: Hey, that's actually not a bad at least. At least we got an America movie for around the 4th of July. So once again, the podcast aligning with uh, real life.
0: Ever since uh, RoboCop and uh, all that good stuff.
1: Um, Yeah, and uh, Crow, that was a good one with Halloween.
0: Yep. Uh, Iron Man 3 on July 13. July 20, Man of Steel. And uh, July 27, I'm really looking forward to this one.
1: (laughs) I'm going to kill John for telling us to add this in it to fit the criteria.
0: The Lone Ranger.
1: This is, I'm going to just say this now. This is the one that I look on the list, and I just see it there, and I'm like, We'll never get to 119. It's so far away. It's so far away. <laughs> and now it's coming up, and it's like, it's like, it's like being on death row. And it's like, oh you know how they give the, well, this we're on Judge Dread. You know, there's no death row anymore. But it's like, yeah. it, And and death row now, it's like, you know, they sentence you. Oh yeah, you'll be executed in 2048. It's like, oh, that'll never get here. That's so far yeah. away. There it is, <laughs> the yeah, date of execution. Right.
0: It's right there, man.
1: Did you but... you you know it's the length of the movie, right?
0: Oh no, don't! don't tell me. <laughs> like, is it really long? Yes. That's the that's why it's I'm dreading it. It's so long. Let's see here. Don't tell me. I'm looking this up right now.
1: I, I want the genuine
0: you reaction. I, oh my! Oh no! <laughs> That's terrible. This is Supergirl <laughs> all over again. Oh, I know. This is. Oof. Jeez. At Come least for, um, again, I'm not prejudging, but I think this is going to be pretty bad. But at least a lot of these bad movies have the the grace to like get out of there in like a hundred minutes.
1: Oh man. Hey, yeah. you know, uh, he's in the news lately, old Johnny Depp. So.
0: Oh, yeah, Johnny, I thought you were going to say Army Hammer. I was like, no, that cannibalism stuff was like six months ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did do that. He does eat people.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And Johnny Depp lays next to shit.
1: <laughs> well, he's a rich man now.
0: Yeah. Now?
1: Well, he was before, but... Richer. Yeah, richer.
0: Folks, we are...
1: <laughs> oh, Folks, God, it's so close. Of I'm so scared. Of...
0: I don't want to. I ah, You know what? Here's the thing. It's like a it's like a a day you dread at work. It's going to build character. Oh man. It's... That is a that is a character building podcast. I think we should throw a party for it, quite frankly.
1: I'll throw a party when it's over.
0: Maybe I'll fly to maybe I'll fly to Columbus and come record it uh at your uh, your abode.
1: All right. But yeah, uh 2013 looks like ass. So uh yeah.
0: 2013 looks like ass juice.
1: Yeah, there's one oasis in that desert, uh, but uh, we'll get ready.
0: to it when we get to it. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. All right, folks, thank you for listening. God bless you. And to quote one Judge Dread, <clears throat> I am the law. <laughs> Bad boys.
2: You chuck it on your father You chuck it on your brother And you chuck it on your sister You chuck it on that one And you chuck it on me that boy i do. To-